This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. The A's broke their three-game losing streak in a big way on Thursday, blowing out the Tigers 17-3 in Game 1 of a four-game series. Detroit was the first to threaten, though. After a Ronnie Rodriguez triple with one out off of A's starter Chris Bassett, the A's brought their infield in and were able to cut down the runner at home. Pitch another curve, reach for, picked up by Chapman. He's going to throw home and the play in plenty of time. Guns down, Ronnie Rodriguez. You picked the wrong guy to run on there, the Platinum Glove winner. Catcher Josh Fagley and Bassett on the importance of the play early in the ballgame. That was honestly a big play. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, they could tack on a run right there early. That would have put them ahead, I think, one nothing, And we cut that run down, and that was a big play. Oh, yeah, it was big. I mean, that could have been an inning kind of thing when they got going a little bit. So, I mean, shutting down, obviously, Chapman making a crazy good play. So, I mean, I was like Chapman being Chapman. He made two or three plays today that were just like, come on. Might as well give him the Platinum Glove already. In the very next inning, the A's offense exploded for six runs. Robbie Grossman got the frame started with a leadoff triple, and then Josh Fegley got a big day going. Opportunity, fastball ripped into left center as the A's are going to get their first run, and look at that. Hop on the play-by-play, you got two bay heats, and next thing you know, you got to run across the board, Foss. Well, just keep it going for another eight, seven innings, and uh, you can be happy. The A's got some breaks in the inning as well. A Detroit missed double play allowed a man to reach, and an error loaded the bases with one out. After a Chris Davis strikeout, the A's took advantage of more sloppy play to tally another. Biscotti way outside, gets behind the catcher, and coming in is going to be Marcus Simeon. And as you talked about, Ray, how big it is to be able to get a block and to get a stop and you give up the 90 feet and the A's will take the run. Especially with two outs, that's important. Steven Piscotty worked a four-pitch walk in that at bat and then Jurickson Profar followed with a big blow, ambushing Tiger starter Spencer Turnbull on the first pitch. Pitch to Profar, he hits it deep to right field. Going back is Castellanos and it is gone! A grand slam for Jurickson Profar. (laughs) First pitch for Jurickson Profar as we were talking about the struggles and get it going. First grand slam for the A's, first for Profar. A's skipper Bob Melvin's thoughts on the blast. That was huge. I mean, his hit was probably the biggest of the game. And we had a little little bit of a lead, and then all of a sudden it's six, six to nothing. So he's getting more comfortable. He's swinging the bat a lot better. Start to feel better about himself too. With the score still six nothing in the bottom of the fifth, Nico Goodrum batted for Detroit with a man on first and two outs. A slow ground ball to the left side of the infield with the A's in the shift resulted in another outstanding play by Matt Chapman. A slow roller left side, backhanded by Chapman, throws across his body, stretched by Olson. Oh, oh, they missed. Oh, I think Chapman thinks he got him. Yeah, so in fact, Chapman Bell. is jogging all the way toward the A's dugout. The stop sign put up by Bob, and he's 
looking at Rob Drake saying, you know how many pieces of hardware this guy won for that play last year? Goodrum will be called out thanks to replay review. In the top of the sixth, Oakland added on yet again. A Grossman walk was followed by Fagley, who broke this game open. Third Arbiani wallops one to deep left here. Back is Stewart at the wall. He won't get this one. It's past the bullpens and in the seats. Josh Fegley is fifth home run. It's a three RBI day, and the leading RBI man for catchers now has 25 on the season, and the A's now have a lead of eight to nothing. Three batters later, Matt Olson batted with two outs and nobody on and lifted off for his third home run in his last four games. One, four, three, and he sits one high in the air to left. Man, oh, man, that ball travels and out it goes. Matt Olson reaches the seats. Opposite field, left on left. That was quite a clout, and it's 9-0 Oakland. The opposite field long ball was impressive for anyone, much less someone coming off of hand surgery. Melvin weighs in. He's got the power. You know, an opposite field power, that, that really makes you feel like he's really healthy as far as the hand goes. Sometimes power is the last thing that comes back, you know, after a hammy. More offense for Oakland in the seventh. With runners on the corners and two outs, Josh Fegley was back at it. Pitch, Fegley grounds it to third base down the line, and it is fair. One run is in. Streaking around is Laureano, and he is going to stop, and Fegley has a double and an RBI. Give him four RBIs on the day. Man, Ray, can this guy put up (laughs) RBIs in bunches? The A's catcher would finish the day four for five and now leads All-American League catchers in RBIs with four on Thursday. Could he be making a bid for the Midsummer Classic at this point? Bob Melvin thinks so. Really, again, if you're you're looking at all-star worthy catchers at this point, I I don't know anybody's more worthy than he is. So continues to have that and has big games like he did. You know, he had the 10 RBI game, has another big game again today. You look up there, he's hitting close to 300. He's got homers, he's got RBIs, and that kind of production from the nine holes rare. Vaguely on how he feels at the dish, and Chris Bassett's confidence in his catcher's offensive exploits. Kind of frustrating, it kind of comes and goes, and just kind of remembering some of the keys, and because it, it gets out of whack really easily. And it's kind of new for me to kind of approach the plate like this, so it's not really muscle memory. I kind of I can get out of whack really easily, so today was a good day for me and had a good setup, seeing the ball really well, and uh, there's always some luck involved. The offense to me has always been there it's just he never really got a chance I mean it's really hard I mean to be a backup catcher and hit. it's it's damn near impossible so when Fagley kind of won the every other every everyday job I know I said in the spring to somebody but him hitting 20 home runs is zero percent out of the question Oakland wasn't done there in the seventh the next hitter was Marcus Simeon and he got in on the fun three two pitch and Marcus rips it to left field this is a no doubt home run Marcus Simeon a three run shot and the Athletics are just putting it on the Detroit Tigers here at Comerica Park. Another crooked number for the A's came in the eighth. With two outs and runners on first and second, it was Robbie Grossman's turn to drive in runs. Line toward left center. That gets down to the A's. will add on. It's in the alley. It splits Jones. It's Stewart. It's all the way to the wall. Into scores Piscotti. Laureano on his heels. He's across home plate standing up. Grossman drives it two. The A's have all but put this game away. And it's fifth. Meanwhile, Chris Bassett was cruising on the mound for Oakland and ended his day finishing the eighth. Blown to center field, and there's a ton of room out there for Laureano. 
never even broke a step back. Glides to his right, makes the catch. What a finish for Bassett, retiring the last seven men he faced and goes to the top of the ninth with the A's in front, 15-0. Bassett went eight shutout innings, giving up just four hits while striking out seven. The A's righty on using his heater in a tweak that helped give him success. Fastball overall. Um, fastball command was pretty good. Two seamen was pretty good to him. Obviously, they threw a lot of righties at me, so I mean, that was pretty effective. We made some adjustments that I'm not going to really say out loud, so um, we made some adjustments to start that we thought could really help me going forward and um, kind of showed today, but I mean, yeah, it's uh, constantly trying to get better. The A's skipper and Bassett's battery mate, Fagley, also had thoughts. Bass was terrific. I mean, he seems to be getting better and better. You know, had a good cutter, had a good curveball, had a good feel for all his pitches. You know, to get into the ninth in a position to potentially go out there, pitch count-wise, uh, means he was throwing strikes. The start in Pittsburgh was a little shaky, but we kind of tried to get a little too cute with off-speed pitches, and his fastball is the best pitch, and it, it's live, it's moving a lot, and as evidence today, you guys don't really get the barrel on it. It's tough to barrel it up and square it up. Moving on to the ninth, if you thought the A's were done scoring, think again. Mark Canna, hitting for Chris Davis, feasted on a position player, pitching with a man on. Oh, one it's swung on, and it is hit deep to left, way back back no surprise Kenna blasts it well back in the seats his fourth home run it's 17 nothing a breakout performance it was for the Oakland offense as they scored a season high 17 runs Melvin Fagley and Matt Olson on the performance we've had some road struggles even though I don't necessarily feel like these guys have felt it just lost some close games some games we've been ahead it's just a matter of you know, getting some runs on the board and adding on. Capable of doing that. Exactly what happened today. We almost had a little chip on our shoulder, and just to come out and kind of put that game away early, I think that was some flashes of you know some confidence that we've had in the past, and and the kind of offensive production that we can we can have on a daily basis. Anytime you can have a game like that, it's awesome. But uh, I think the timing of it was great for us. Hopefully, it kind of sparked the run for us. This game is crazy how contagious it is. With Aaron Brooks on to pitch the ninth, the Tigers would get on the board on a three-run home run by Darwell Lugo. But the ball game would end with the very next hitter, getting the A's off on the right foot in the Motor City. Ball cut on and missed, and this game is over as the A's win it today, first of a four-game series in Detroit, and win by a final of 17-3. With the A's three-game losing streak in the rearview mirror, Oakland now sits at 20-25 and on the season and will try to make it back-to-back wins in Detroit when Frankie Montas takes the mound for the green and gold on Friday evening. I'll have your pregame coverage beginning at 3.15 p.m., followed by first pitch at 4.10 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 